Welcome! You are listening to the Overseas Life Redesign Podcast, where you'll hear fun, relaxed, and inspirational interviews with people who are really living the dream. I'm Dawn Fleming, an attorney-turned-alchemist and your host for the show, coming to you from the tropical island paradise of Isla Mujeres, Mexico. This show was created for courageous souls willing to step out of their comfort zone and design a new way of life. You'll gain inspired midlife wisdom from those who have done it as we share experiences, strategies, and offer practical steps you can take to redesign your life overseas. Listen, and you'll believe if you can dream it, you can achieve it. This is Dawn broadcasting live from the tropical island paradise of Isla Mujeres, Mexico. This is Magnetic Monday with Dawn on January 31st, 2022. And this is the last Monday of the month. So we are wrapping up the health benefits of moving overseas and just going to be jumping into February just a tad early. It's a short month. And so we are going to get into the next topic, which is actually about letting go and making space and seasonality uh, of life, which will be a fun topic. So today's topic is learn this and change your life, the consequences of your choices. This is a fun topic. I'm going to start with a quote from Albert Einstein. He said, everyone who is seriously involved in the pursuit of science becomes convinced that a spirit is manifest in the laws of the universe, one in the face of which we humans with our modest powers must feel humble. And Einstein was actually a spiritual scientist. He also said, science without religion is lame. Religion without science is blind. I think that's that's right, because here's the thing. Neither spirituality or science should exist alone, right? They shouldn't be separated, um, because what often happens is a scientist will get some inspiration, right? They'll create a hypothesis out of curiosity. Einstein was a spiritual scientist. He said, science without religion is lame. Religion without science is blind, and neither one should exist alone, right? They shouldn't be separated. A scientist will come up with a, hy- a hypothesis. They'll create a hypothesis, right, out of curiosity, a sense of intuition. And from that inspiration, they then go on to conduct experiments looking for evidence and proof. And if we think about the word spirit, I mean, it's not like, you know, organized religion, that's not what we're talking about, right? The word spirit actually just means breath or wind. And just like we can't see the wind, we feel it, right? We can feel it on our skin. Humans are moved by spirit, just like trees and plants are moved by the wind. And spiritual laws are just as real as the physical laws. Like, you know, we all know about gravity. We've talked about that. The law of motion, I talk about that in in Claim Your Dream Life. You know, body at rest tends to stay at rest. Body motion tends to stay in motion. We know about that and other empirical laws. And we know that for thousands of years, mystics and philosophers have known about and taught them 
But in the modern world, many have either never learned these laws or maybe have forgotten them, right? So what I'm going to talk about tonight, if you learn and implement it, it really does have the potential to change your life. And if you follow it, you can absolutely create, create what you want in your life. And of that, I am certain. So we're going to talk a little bit, like I said, this, this month where we're going to talk about the seasonality of things. And uh, like I said, letting go, making space. There's, there's all sorts of different topics that, that come into play here. And I'm, I'm really excited to dive into that next month. But from a basic perspective of seasonality, if you're a farmer, or if you've, you know about farming at all, you know that you plant in the spring and you harvest in the fall. And if you do it backwards, if you plant in the fall, particularly if you're in the US or some of the, the colder weather is taking place, your seeds aren't gonna make it, right? You can't, you can't decide, well, I'm not gonna follow that conventional wisdom. I'm going to plant in the fall and I'm gonna try to harvest in the spring. And I, my response to that is good luck with that. That's probably not going to happen right? You're not going to have a good harvest if you try to harvest in the spring. No, you harvest in the fall. And so part of the conversation today in a bigger context with you is to ask the question, what season are you in, right? We're now in two years into the pandemic. In fact, it was two years ago when I was visiting my mother around this time of year that uh, the coronavirus first came into being. I think uh, this past week actually was the two-year anniversary of the first cases. We've kind of been in this weird uh, limbo where seasonality is, you know, yeah, the weather might have had seasons, but but for us in our lives, it's it's sort of like one runs into the other, the other and the other and the other. And so we have to make a conscious effort of deciding where are we at in the season of our life and what are we going to do at this particular stage? Because again, if you're in the fall season of your life, it's not the time to plant. So getting to know our own rhythm, our own um, times, and and there's a lot of studies that you can do to, to get in touch with this, but some of it is just from a practical standpoint. And I, I want to uh, share with you, and I'm not sure if he's on the line here, I know he usually uh, catches these, but... Um, our friend Paul, Paul Doan, who is one of our dream lifers, he lives here on the island and expecting uh, probably when we get back to to be uh, witnesses in his, his wedding with uh, the beautiful Diane. We're so excited for them. But he came into my world in July of 2020. And he attended the very first uh, live workshop that I did on, uh, you know, basically creating your dream life. And he wrote me this uh just heartfelt, uh, gut-wrenching email about how he was in the winter of his life. He'd had a series of just traumatic things happen in a 13-year period from, you know, financial to relationship to uh, loss and death and and financial devastation and just all of these things were going on. And, and he was um, in his late 60s and really didn't have a lot of hope. It took someone else, um, you know, me or the, the content that I, I shared 
to help him realize that, okay, you may have just come out of this winter of your life, but what comes after winter? Spring always, always follows winter, right? It doesn't, it never stays winter forever, right? It, it eventually passes. We go into a new season and particularly with COVID, it feels like we've been like in a two-year winter sometimes, but hopefully you've been able to rise above that and say, no, I know, you know, the world's kind of uh, in a winter to a, to a large degree, but I'm not going to participate in that. I'm going to create my own seasons. And there are certain things that we can do to take charge. And I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. What he said in this email, I just have to share with you is the past 13 years have put me in the autumn and winter of my life, but I have come out stronger and smarter with a whole new zeal for life. And thanks to you and this workshop, I can finally enjoy the spring and go into the summer of my life. So it's not about age. You know, we talk a lot about, you know, the, the ageism that exists and sort of what's expected at certain ages. And, you know, you might think it, it late, late 60s for a man, like, are you really into your spring and summer? Yes, because it really doesn't have anything to do with age. It really has to be has to do with really the rhythm of your life and, and where you're at. So we can either take responsibility for where we're at. A lot of the things that, that happened to our friend Paul were out of his control. That happens to us all, right? And, and I'm going to talk about that as we go deeper into the law of sowing and reaping tonight and what you can do to make sure that you have a good harvest. You, you are, if you're in one of those winter periods or fall going into sort of a, a dark, you know, the days are shorter, it's colder, we don't have the sunlight, there, it's not a good time to plant seeds, right? So if you're in that, what can you do to move forward and, and sort of move your seasons forward to create the environment where it's, it makes sense to plant, right? It becomes springtime for you. And that's really what happened for Paul is he was given some tools. He was given some exercise. His way of thinking about what he was doing was completely changed. He got some guidance into some alternatives that were very exciting and put a plan together to, to change things. Right. And, you know, he could have just said, well, you know, I, I'm stuck here in Canada and, and this is my lot in life. I'm, I'm going to be living on this, this pension and I can't live very well. And I'm, Oh, that is my lot in life. And, you know, so it, so it is, and that would be creating a story, right? So Paul had lots of content in this email about how he was justified in sticking to his story. In other words, laying blame. Well, I had an ex-wife who done me wrong and, oh, I had this um, addiction to pain meds because I was given medication for a medical condition and it, you know, it made me an addict. You could say, well, you know, I had this horrible um, experience of, of witnessing a plane crash with all these people died and, picked up body parts you can you could make i mean if anybody has the right to create a story about why they're not where they would like to be i would say paul i'd give him a permission slip for sticking to a story but he didn't do that he instead grabbed the vision right so you have this vision about what you you want in your life and what you 
uh, have absolutely the ability to create. And you can go, I, I talk about this in Claim Your Dream Life, there, that I literally saw a fork in the road and down one path you take, you are taking responsibility. The other path, you're playing the victim. You're playing the blame game. Oh, if it wasn't for this, I'd have that, right? Or, oh, um, you know, this, this ex-spouse uh, of mine um, did me wrong, right? And, and we've all been there. We've, we've done that. But it doesn't serve us to hold on to those stories and to play the uh, victim, to, to place blame outside of ourselves. Like, this is our life. And we can either choose to be the star of it and, and make our movie, right? Or we can, you know, grab the container of popcorn and just watch life pass us by. And I would much rather prefer to take charge and create what I want. And I know you do too, or you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be part of this community. Many of you have heard uh, Tom talk about, you know, being at age 50 when I, I met him. He says he was a walking cadaver. He was, he was beaten up. Life beat him up, you know. Uh, single dad, you know, trying to raise his boys, business went bankrupt, two failed marriages, uh, cancer survivor. I mean, again, here's an individual that had, and, and when I met him, he didn't have a story. He wasn't playing a victim at all, because trust me, I would not have been tr attracted to him had he done that. And so if you're facing this middle middle uh, of the road, the, these choices, a lot of times you just, you think, well, I'm just going to coast. I'm just going to tread water and and try to keep my keep my head above water keep from drowning and then you know somebody throws you a, a life preserver right you grab onto it and you go oh okay i didn't realize i was drowning but oh oh my gosh it, it feels really good to be able to know that i'm moving to the direction that i want to move in so that's the taking responsibility and the analogy i like to use is the the thermometer or the thermostat right you a thermometer merely, merely tells you what the temperature is right now, today. Like it, it gives you the conditions as they are. So maybe that's that's where you're at. Like, you know, if you're in the winter or, or fall, you're just like, okay, that's my temperature. I'm not really digging the temperature, but that's my temperature. Whereas on the other side of it, you can become the thermostat and you get to, to move the dial. And the, the issue is which where are you gonna where, what temperature do you want what where do you want it what's your comfort level on the temperature and so if you can be equipped with the tools that you need to take control of that thermostat and create the temperature that you want create the conditions that you want why not why wouldn't you do that and as difficult as it was for Tom at age 50 to, to start dreaming again, the more you do it, right? You, you At first, it might feel weird. You're like, oh, I don't know. This is, you know, if you're you're learning how to farm, right? You don't know how to, maybe you never lived on a farm before. You've never been on a farm. Like, I don't know how to prepare the, the soil. I don't know how deep those seeds need to be planted. I don't know how much water to give them. I don't know what to use for fertilizer. You don't know all these things, right? But you... If you want to be a farmer, like you learn all these things, right? So same thing when you talk about becoming a dream lifer, right? You have to, there's skills that you need to learn. And one of the most important that I've learned is the law of sowing and reaping. We'll be back in a moment. Isla Mujeres is a Caribbean jewel off the coast of Cancun. 
Castilito del Caribe warmly invites you to enjoy our spectacular oceanfront villa located in the heart of El Centro and a short walk to Playa Norte, which is ranked one of the top 10 beaches in the world. With an ocean view of crystal clear turquoise waters overlooking both the Caribbean and Cancun city skyline, we offer a fabulous location for you to enjoy all the peace and tranquility you're looking for on vacation, while also taking in all the excitement the island has to offer, with activities either in walking distance or a golf cart day excursion away. Please visit CastelitoCaribe.com www.castilitocaribe.com We look forward to seeing you soon. Is it time to go? Are you starving for adventure and new experiences? Ready to lower your living costs and upgrade your quality of life? Do you long for the freedom to live anywhere with the economic satisfaction of earning in paradise? Imagine waking up in paradise every day saying, pinch me, is this real? You can live a happier, healthier, and more joyful life. Don't know where to start? Then grab our free paradise checklist to begin dreaming again and start defining your paradise. It's waiting for you at paradisechecklist.com. Welcome back to the Overseas Life Redesign Podcast. Thank you so much for being here, and we invite you to subscribe if you like what you hear. One of the most important is the law of sowing and reaping. And I'm going to just go through a couple of them uh, there's there's a lot of information out there. This actually comes, this is biblical. The law of sowing and reaping, it comes from the Bible. And and I think of the song, uh, those of you in, in the community probably remember the song by the birds, turn, turn, turn to everything there is a season. That's really what we're talking about here. And so I'm just going to run through a couple of these and we'll talk about how they apply in this environment that that we're looking at, this this moving overseas, this, this midlife reset that uh, we're wanting to be able to get on the other side to a happier, happier simpler, and uh, more joyful life. Really, that's, that's the goal here. Sowing and reaping this, and this is a lot of this is pretty basic. The, you know, many of you may, may know this, but you know, I, we need to hear things over and over again, and we need to remember these things. Maybe we heard them a long time ago and we forgot, or, or we know them, but we're not really implementing them in our lives. And so my job is to, to help remind you of some of these, these universal laws, these natural laws that are every bit as important as gravity right? And the law of inertia, all of the physical laws, the empirical laws that we take, you know, we take for granted and, and we know we have to follow. We need to be able to follow these natural laws. So number one, like reaps like when it comes to reaping and sowing. What does that mean? If you plant corn, don't expect to harvest apples. So whatever you plant that's what you're going to get back. Plant, harvest, same thing, right? Like reaps like, pretty simple, right? And the second one is it compounds. Whatever you plant will come back stronger than what you planted. And it works 
on both a negative and positive basis. So what does that mean? So if you plant negativity, you are going to get negativity back. If you plant positive, you're going to be getting positive back. Make sense? It, that's sort of the law of karma, right? Which, which we'll talk about as well as we get into uh, more of the con uh, content. That's important to remember. Like attracts like. That's what you, what you, what you think about is going to produce in greater sum because that's the next part of, of the lesson is if you plant a small amount of seeds, you're going to reap more than you plant, right? If you plant a, a handful of corn, you don't get a handful of corn back, right? If you plant a handful of pumpkin seeds, you don't get a handful of pumpkin back, right? They, they expand. So whatever you plant, when, it, when you harvest it, it expands. So you want to make sure, <laughs> that's why it's really important, right, to, to plant what you want to reap. Because if you end up planting the wrong thing, you're going to get a lot more of what you planted. And if it's not what you want, then that's what you're going to, going to be dealing with. And there's lots of, of ways that you can plant and reap, right? We're talking in general terms about farming here, but that's not what we're really talking about. We're just using farming as an analogy to illustrate the points. So your seeds that you're planting are not necessarily real seeds, right? You're, what you're planting, what you're investing is your time, your money, and your energy. And so, you know, we can take any of those, right? But you're going to be in five or 10 years from now, where you're going to be is based on what you're planting now. So if uh, I know the stock market's been going crazy and, and a lot of people have been making a lot of money, right? So if you invested in the stock market five or 10 years ago, like you're probably sitting pretty, right? And maybe you you invest, I don't know, $150 a month. Let's just say you invest $150 a month and you, you're putting it into the stock market on a regular basis. You're going to reap a whole lot more than $150, right, that you put in. That's the whole idea of investing. Now, if you took that $150 and you instead maybe bought it on alcohol and going out, right? It's, it's gone. It's, it's not investing, it's spending. You're still taking the same amount of money and you're putting it somewhere, but where are you putting it? Where are you planting it? So if you're not planting it in a place where you're going to reap a good harvest, then over that five or 10 years year period, you're not going to get a bigger amount. You're going to probably be in a, a worse situation. And the thing is, you could lose it right? You could do everything right. Like I think back in the 2008 crash when Tom and I had our plan and we did invest and we did, we, we sought out trusted advisors. We, we invested the time and the energy and the money into our future and everything was going along well. And then something happened. It was the 2008 financial crash came out, out 
of left field, really. Some people predicted it. We didn't get that memo. So our, suddenly all of the things that we had been investing in had, it was, the analogy I'd like to use is, is if you're a farmer and you're, you're going to, you're just about ready to harvest your crop and you've got like this most amazing crop. It's, it's, you've, you've done everything right. You planted the right seed. You, you, you got the right uh, soil. You've got the right mix of water and fertilizer and the sun was perfect. And you had all these perfect conditions and you're just about ready to next week, you're going to harvest and you're going to take the combine out and you're going to collect all of these beautiful fruits of your harvest and a tornado hits. And a storm comes and it wipes out your whole crop. Now, what do you what do you do? Well, there's not a lot you can do about it, right? Is it was it the farmer's fault that they lost their beautiful crop? No, it was this outside influence that came from nowhere, probably, right? Maybe you got a, a little bit of warning, but what are you gonna do with your crop? You, you, you can't do anything with it, right? So what are you gonna have to do? You're gonna have to plan for it. And that is a really important lesson that, that we learned because we were devastated back then and we did the things that we needed to do to rebuild, to plant more seeds, to put in the effort so that five years later we would be in a better position. But one of the things that we did do was we planned for it. This time around, we planned for it. And so when this devastating storm hit uh, in for us in 2018, we were ready for it. We weren't caught with all of our, our fruits in the field. We had planned for it. We, we put an alternate plan in place. We created stores to get through that winter that was upon us that was unexpected because sometimes the seasons can change. Unlike Unlike the calendar, like we can look at the calendar today and we know that it's January 31st and we're in winter, right? And we know that spring comes on March 20th or 21st and, and we know when the seasons change. Unfortunately, in our lives, we're not that blessed, right? We don't necessarily, we can't look on a calendar and say, oh, this is when my winter is going to start. It just comes and we don't know when it's going to be. So if that, we know that that possibility is going to happen then we've got to be ready for it and know that what we are doing to benefit ourselves, to be able to, to plant the things we need to, to have the, the, the harvest that we want, it could be wiped out. It absolutely could be wiped, wiped out. We don't know. And so we have to be prepared for it, you know, really emotionally, mentally, and financially. So, we have all the time we need to do so if we use it wisely. And the question is, where are you planting your time, money, and energy now? Is it watching TV? Is it social media? Is it other distractions? Or are you investing in your future? Are you planting seeds that will sprout? and grow into what you want your world to look like, what you want your future to look like. And I, I hope that, that you remember that because it is an important 
exercise that we do on a daily basis, even if we don't know that we're doing it. Like every single day, we are planting seeds, we are cultivating those crops, and we are going to get a harvest, whether we are aware of it or not. And that is the beauty of time. And having worked for 20 years in the network marketing industry, that was one of the things that we would make sure that people understood. When you come in to the company, you are Johnny Appleseed. You're taking your bag of seeds and you are planting seeds. You're getting out as many seeds as you possibly can for your business. And they're not going to sprout right away. If you want to plant corn and get a harvest, you don't plant the seeds one day and then next week go grab the little little seedlings that are above the ground and pull them out and go, where's my corn? It's been a week for crying out loud. Where's my dang corn? No. Farmers know it takes 90 days to get an ear of corn. So it's it's predictable. You plant the seeds, you cultivate, and you harvest 90 days later. And the same thing happens in different contexts. And in the network marketing uh, industry, we always said, if you do follow the program, if you do the things that you need to do three to five years, you'll have a real business. The problem with that industry, with people who came into that industry in particular, was unrealistic expectations coming in with the idea that, oh, this is, I'm going to start making money right away. Well, no. I mean, it took you four years to get a college degree. If you're lucky, right, a lot of people take six to come out and you're not going to earn a six-figure income. Why would you come into a business you know nothing about with no experience and expect that you're going to earn six figures in your first year when you've worked your whole life and you never have earned six figures? That would just be the conversations that we have. But it was all about reaping, sowing and reaping, sowing and reaping. You plant the seed, you nurture it, and, you know, and, and it's – Everybody else on the planet is on their own timetable as well. And, and so they may not have a need for your product or be interested in your business when you talk to them, but things change. And maybe later on down the road, they're going to need it. When we were marketing the legal plans, I you know would tell somebody about it and they go, oh, well, that sounds great. And uh, no, I don't, I don't think I need that. You know, I wish you well done. And, and that, and you know, six months later, 12 months later, I had planted that seed. I planted that seed and said, hey, if you ever come into a situation, and I knew it was not if, it was when, right? We all have uh, needs for need for legal advice. I do. Um, just to ask questions. And I knew it was just a matter of time before somebody would say, hey, um, don't, are you still doing that thing? <laughs> you still have that legal plan? I, I think I could really use a conversation with an attorney. And those seeds would come to har harvest, to come to fruition, the effort that I had put in. But you can't have unrealistic expectations on how, how long it's going to take you to reap that harvest. But time is on your side. So that's a good thing. So that's what I have for you today. And we've just uh, right about uh, 30 minutes. It's just about my uh, target length for these uh, sessions. And I love your feedback. If you're, uh, let me know what season of your life you're in. I'd love to hear in the comments if you're watching this on replay. 
uh, let me know where you're at. I'd, I'd really like to take a pulse and find out where people are. I, I hope it's uh, springtime for you. You're, you're planting some seeds and have uh, some ideas about what you're looking to harvest in, in the fall. And again, that doesn't necessarily correlate with the calendar, but just from a, a you know, metaphorical standpoint, I'd love to hear from that, hear from you about that. Before we close out, I'll just say that uh, I'm in the process. We are uh, almost exactly two months out from my book launch. The Claim Your Dream Life uh, official book launch is March 29th of 2022. And so I'm in the midst of putting together a private VIP book launch group. And I would love for you to be a part of it if you're interested. And so if you, it's all about building buzz, helping me build buzz about, about the book release. So if you um, want to be, you know, kind of the first to know, uh, know kind of the inside scoop and are interested in getting a free copy of the book ahead of the launch in exchange for leaving a review during the launch week. If you are interested in, in helping me out, it, it doesn't have to be anything terribly time consuming. Just um, helping me get the word out is, is all I'm, I'm really looking for. And next week, be sure and mark your calendar for uh, this time slot or catch the replay because I am interviewing Cy Witherspoon, who is a former expat that used to live in Cancun, and he is with IMG, I am Global Insurance, and we're going to be talking about the different, uh, I know health insurance is a huge, huge issue. A lot of people uh, have asked about that and wanted information about that. So we're going to talk about the options when you, you leave the country, what you can do to help uh, protect yourself from a health standpoint and also the, the financial side, because I know a lot of you are doing the vacations with a purpose and scoping out potential areas and also the beta test, right? You'll want to be make sure that you're uh, covered when you're doing those activities. So you don't want to miss that. Otherwise, thank you for joining me tonight. I hope you got some value out of what I had to share about the law of sowing and reaping. Have a great night, everybody. This episode of the Overseas Life Redesign podcast was brought to you by our sponsors. Thanks for tuning in. Did you love this episode of the Overseas Life Redesign podcast? Then please subscribe to our show and leave us a nice review. It's very much appreciated. We invite you to visit paradisechecklist.com and download our free Paradise Checklist to start your journey. We'd also love for you to become part of our Claim Your Dream Life community. Thank you for listening.